You are now listening to the number one podcast. You have been digital interrupted. Yes, yes, yes. It's your boy, Mr. I Am Digital, and we are back again. This time, I'm back for my new series called Creators Create. Now, Creators Create, I will be inviting different creators from different spectrums, and we will be just talking about everything in creating. You know, we're just going to be having a conversation, just kind of talking about what it takes to be a creator, what we go through as creators, and, you know, what is it and what avenue and how you handle being a creator in your world. So today we have somebody I want to say this is a special guest because the way we met, obviously, we know that social media is like a big thing nowadays, and that's how we met. So I want you to introduce yourself and let the people know who you are. What's up, world? What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Jasmine, a.k.a. AJ Visuals, the CEO of Black Sheep Entertainment. Yes, bless. That's the kind of energy we like on this podcast over here. Look, gotta right. say, I yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Jazz, let them know where you're from. You know, let them know what you do. Give them, a, you okay. know, just give them the insight. I am originally from Chester, Pennsylvania. Chester is like 15 minutes outside of Philly. Um, I was raised in Philly because all my family's from Philly. Like literally, I'm the lone soldier from Chester. So Word. everything I did was in Philly and all that. So yeah, that that's where my roots came from. That's where I got started with film, everything. Now, you know, you say you started with film. So, you know, what? at what point did you no, like, hey, I know I'm gonna pick up this camera and I know I'm gonna be telling stories with this camera. I'm not even gonna lie to you. When I first started, I didn't even start with film. I was always into acting, right? Okay. So I was acting in like church and school plays and different community type things. But I was like, I know I wanna do something in entertainment, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Exactly. I started going towards like dance, like just the, the arts in right. general. Exactly. Singing, I knew that was out. I love music, <laughs> but I can't sing for nothing. I want right, to right, shout right. singers, you feel me? Right, right, right. So right. like, I want to say around 2009, about to go into 2010, my, uh, about to like the summer, right before my sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. my mom, somebody came to her from her job and was like, yo, I remember you said jazz wanted to find some type of entertainment internship this summer so she could really get into her craft to find what she wanted to do right and uh it's this college i'm not sure if you ever heard of it swarthmore college out here in pennsylvania swarthmore pa okay this young girl jocelyn young shout out to jocelyn like i'm so beyond grateful for her she started um a internship a program her senior year of college she had to do something to you know get her credits to graduate right, right, right. so her thing was she wanted to give back to the community and she came to chester like i said chester is a really small city is you got two sides one street one main road that gets you from one side to the next side okay right. and so like all together it's probably like 61 miles you feel me right so she came in and i i found the um the article in the paper and so i was like you know what i'm just going to sign up for it right. we had to go through like two three interviews because they wanted people that were serious about this exactly and as yep. soon as i got into this internship i was like this is it 
this is it. This is what I want to do. I want to be able to tell somebody's story. Because at that time in Chester, it was like we were in a state of emergency. Okay. Because the crime was just so bad. Like a little three-year-old boy had just got shot in the head. A Jeez. bullet went through his door. You feel me? Like right. that's how crazy it was. So we started telling the story. Me and a couple other friends from the city, we all got, um, you know, were hired to be a part of this internship. And we were like, they were like, what story do you guys want to tell? And at the time, the the crime was affecting everybody because we felt like we don't even know if we're going to live to see graduation. You know, we 15, right. 16, and our friends is dying. People we know, kids, all this. Crazy, so we said, yeah. we got to bring a, a light to this. We live in a small city. People know Philly, but you don't know Chester. Like, right. you might know a Jameer Nelson. He from Chester or Rondé Jefferson because they play basketball. But you don't know the city. Right. And we wanted to bring awareness and even bring awareness to the mayor. Like, look, it's something that needs to be done. So after that, it was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to tell people stories. I'm supposed to get people's voices out there that are not heard. That's why I I'm, had these creative ideas and just this mind to just create and tell stories. That's all I wanted to do and write and all that. So from that moment on, I was like, that's it. This is what I'm doing. Dope, 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 dope. Now, you know, we always hear... You know, a lot of people, we always hear like these different stories and, you know, that's mm -hmm. actually a really unique way sometimes, you know, we don't initially fall into what we love to do. Exactly. It just by happens, you know, that we just happen to do it. Like for happen me, up. Exactly. you know, for me, I know um, becoming a, you know, filmmaker wasn't definitely not in my plans. You know, mm -hmm. when I first started, I think I was like six, uh, seven and, um, you know, uh, there was this company that had this uh, software called Hip Hop EJ, and this was where you can make beats. So when I was seven, I was making beats already, like, you know, on my computer, okay. just having fun, you know, just for the fun of it, just making yeah. beats. And uh, when I turned eight, my friend uh, Don Jay, shout out to Don Jay, um, he introduced me to this program in my neighborhood, this nonprofit program. And um, I went to the community center, you know, we started doing um, photography and that's when I picked up a camera for the first time and I was like, you know, what is this thing? You know, I was used to Polaroids. Yeah. And um, yeah, after that, I started, you know, doing modeling and then I, uh, you know, kind of transpired into uh, making music. So making music, it kind of put me into a radio station in the community center where I started doing my own radio show. And I was also making songs off the tape decks. Um, Okay. And that's where I kind of learned what my voice was, like what my voice sound like, you know, what the advantage is, what my voice can get me. And then I was approached, you know, by this uh, by this uh, woman named uh, uh, Serena and uh, shout outs to her. Um, she really broke my she really broke my brain trying to figure out like what I want to, you know, tell my story about. Yeah. And that's how that came about where, you know, I told the story about my mom and. And then from there, it was just kind of like, it just went on. Cause then, like it I said, like I realized my snowball voice. Effect, huh? Yeah, my voice. Like I just, mm -hmm. it was a, it's a, my voice. You know what I mean? And then I started yeah. making music and, you know, I just realized that my voice had power, you know? Yep. And I was just like, all right, cool. You know, and then years later, you know, I finally picked up a camera to do filmmaking and, you know, going to school for about three years, two, three years. And um, yeah, man, it just, school just kind of like, put a whole star on it you know what yeah, i mean like whatever no, i already was nice with it just wow just brought it all out of me um you know so when when you know when you 
when you when you start telling stories, you know, I want you to kind of elaborate a little bit on, you know, what what is the direction that you that you love to go? Like, what's what's your go to direction when you're telling a story? Well, I guess like it all really depends on what the story is. Like, if it's video, it all depends on like the song, the vibe from it. But to be honest with you, it's like God gives me the ideas, and that's just okay. being a hundred with you. You know I what I mean? It. Like, yeah, I respect it. most of the ideas I get, like um, dreams or something like that, or is something that goes on in my life, and it's like, yo, that's crazy, and it's like gotta just give me like a vision or something and I'll switch it around and put it into words put it into a movie I did um I was going through a bad breakup like two years ago and I I didn't like I was down I I didn't know what I like in a low place you know what I mean and it was like God came back to me was like what did I I gave you a gift and I gave you that gift for a reason like like you gotta use that gift so I was able to tell my story and it actually helped me it was like a therapy session almost. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's how I look at film. It, it can be a therapy session. Yep. You and the even the film I did, it wasn't even speaking. It was all literally acting. It was a silent film. It right, was, right, 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 right. Okay. So, you know, and even with that, it was like I released so much. So it's all about the moment, like the place that I'm in and God. God everything. God man he brought me so far through so much so no nah, i feel really, you on that's that that's what it is no nah, i feel you on that um you know i also you know and it's crazy because you know speaking of like you know getting visions you know i just kind of want to not waste anybody's time i just want to dive into them subjects that i think people wanted to hear about you yeah, know yeah, and sure. and crazy because me and you we followed each other on instagram but we actually became you know where we started actually interacting with each other you know through a post i had made um yeah and this post was saying that you know i feel like if you have a camera you have a responsibility mm-hmm. you know and that responsibility can you know either make or break your community and and wherever you're putting this story at exactly. um, never how you're using your camera as well um i feel like people you know pick up a camera you know where there's you know no passion give and take we didn't have a passion for it but we grew to love it and exactly. respect it and that's the bigger part the respect and i feel like a lot of people don't respect you know the responsibilities that they have with this camera um and that's honestly that's what i feel like separates filmmakers from camera operators right you know what i mean right, like exactly. i could live you i could call myself a videographer or a creative director all day but all i'm doing it for is the money don't get me wrong the money is amazing when you start working with those people and checks is coming in and all that the money is good but it's more than just the money it's like if you're not passionate about it it's going to show you exactly you could, you could throw out a thousand videos you could work with the biggest people but it still be like that's not there's something missing from it yep. exactly you feel it when you you can tell when somebody's passionate about what they do you see it in their work you right. see it in how they talk about those things and the actions they make they don't just make quick actions it's like i gotta sit and plan this out i gotta organize it because i need somebody to get something from what i'm about to put out exactly. because that's your biggest that's your biggest thought process and everything that you're putting out it could be a a music video and the nigga could be talking about 
sex, drugs, whatever. But it's it's something deeper in that too. That it's like you know, as a videographer, it's something that I want somebody to get out of this. Right. I want them to get something deeper out of this, and that's what to me separates the real passionate filmmakers from the the videographers. No, that's a fact. You know, I I always said you know what I do with this camera and whatever I put out is gonna is going to affect yep. the next person however it affects mm-hmm. them you know and you know my thing is when I came into doing photography and I started going full-time I, you know I used to shoot for suicide girls you mm-hmm. know and there's nothing wrong with suicide girls you know I mean you know a lot of people have their opinions about them because they are females who get nude and you know they're tatted females and you know I always saw the artwork aspect you know when it came exactly. to shooting these females but then I started to realize you know as a as a videographer and photographer like what is this message that I'm putting out there mm-hmm. you know just constantly shooting somebody naked and you know it's like well what kind of you know message am I contributing message to getting, you know yep. like, what am I contributing to so exactly. um you know I kind of strayed away from it for a minute and then I got dived into weddings shot a lot of weddings in the last like you know five or six years since going full mm-hmm. time um you know and now you know I don't mind shooting implied or I don't mind you know shooting shooting something provocative or you know um classy sexy you know what I mean but at the same time I don't want to put something out there where the message is you need to be like this in order to have attention because I feel like you can be mysterious I feel like you can be implied nude I feel like you can do you know shoots with bathing suits and you know two pieces and whatever you want to choose you know you just don't have to always be naked in order to get attention and And, uh, that's where a lot of people I'm not gonna say people but young girls today get that mixed up and it's like they think that that's being a boss a boss is not outward appearance a boss is your inward appearance your boss is how you carry yourself your mentality like you know what i mean it's a lot so i completely agree with what you're saying yeah like i you know and i just feel like that a lot of you know people with cameras they just don't respect that factor of that you're contributing to something you know whether it's good yeah yeah like we make and break the world believe yep. it or not and people we're just the think ones like, that put the stories out there that right. get people talking about what they exactly. talk about exactly you know and like i said you know i think i said in my post as well you know you know it's it's crazy that people would be quicker to shoot videos with females that are half naked before they shoot about things in their own neighborhood you know what I mean so it it was crazy to me that I'm like wow like you know and I get it people have their opinions they're like hey listen that's not my job like that's not something if I don't want to do it I don't need to do it and I get it all right I respect it but reciprocate the same energy though don't just you know think that you can go shoot you know this and that and then it's not your responsibility to cover what's going on in your own neighborhood like it just doesn't make any sense to me you know what I mean? But you know what? I feel like a lot of that has to do with, I, don't, I guess in this generation, a lot of it has to do with clout. Because everybody wants clout. Of course. So it's like naked, naked females and money, all that. That's, that's clout that's going to get me attention and stuff like that. But it's like, if you think about some of the like videographers back in the day, like um, Spike Lee, or you look at um, 
uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Hype Williams. Hype mm-hmm. Williams was the one who made me fall in love with videos. Facts. In the '90s, they was he took he told stories. Right. Exactly. Even in the simplest form, he told stories that taught people about the community. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's he still put his community. Look at um who uh, John. I can't think of his last name. John Singleton. Oh, uh, baby boy. And, yeah, John Singleton. Yeah, John Singleton. Like. Those are like if somebody else was like, those movies are ghetto, they hood. But it told the story of what we really deal with. Right. They took what like what you're saying, they took their gift and their what they had in their hand, which was a camera, and they were able to tell the stories of so many people. That's why we as the people can relate to baby boy. We can relate to boys in the hood. Like all those type of movies. Because it's like, yo, this really happens in our everyday lives and it still happens. That's a fact, though, you know, and yes, a lot of those guys are like, you know, big, you know, contributions to like, you know, what what made me, you know, Mm want to tell my stuff like, you know, I took the Spike Lee masterclass. I took the Shonda Rhimes masterclass, you know, and so doing those classes, like it really opened my mind to different Mm -hmm. things and how to like give that perspective, you know, and show people exactly what it is that you know that they need to see it's not sometimes exactly. sometimes you don't want to show people what they want to see you got to show them what they don't what expect they to, you know what i mean yep. and when you do that you kind of give people like a you know you give them like an open mind and you and you, and you do something to them where it, it changes their perspective on the way they were originally already thinking and mm-hmm. sometimes you can make a negative person positive with just the simple of your video being shot and the way that you address you know these uh subjects in your videos exactly you know and that's something that i think is like very very underappreciated you know nowadays um very yep and um but also as well i don't feel like people are you know taking the time to really perfect their craft i just feel like they're doing what everybody else is doing and they just think like well if i do what he did i'm gonna make it and it's like no if it worked for him it doesn't mean it's always gonna work for you as well exactly everybody that's one thing i try to like remind myself all the time and i'm actually in the process of that right now and it's like i feel like right now god has me on pause it's like he got me silent right now sometimes i feel like i gotta put out a whole bunch of work to stay relevant or for people to see like oh this person putting out a whole bunch of work so i mean i gotta put out a whole bunch of work right, it's like right. nah like what's for me in my lane that's me in my lane can nobody beat me or hop over in my lane just like I can't beat nobody and hop in their lane. Everybody, we all individuals and all different for a reason. Because we everything that we do is like it adds to the body of what needs to be put out there. Exactly. So it's like you have to be different because you have something that this person needs. And you over here might do something a little differently, but somebody else needs that. If we all doing the same thing, how we growing, how we learning, how we getting different opinions or different perspectives of things. Right, right. Exactly. You know, it just don't work. That's true. That is very, very true. And, you know, I just feel like in a sense that, you know, as as videographers, I also feel like our community doesn't, um, I feel like we don't support each other enough. At all. You know what I mean? And um, I feel like our, our community is kind of like the minority of the mm-hmm. creative umbrella you yep. know where videographers and photographers just don't support each other and i get it it's a competition i get it 
but I feel like it's one of those things where if we came together as as units, it would be so much harder. What we would be like, unstoppable. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, you know, and it's and I think the problem with it is ego, you know, Definitely. and and stubbornness. You know, where the ego is sure. getting away, and they're like, like, what can you teach me? Like that I can't already learn by myself. You know, mm -hmm. and I always said every good leader had a great mentor. Exactly. You know, and so, <laughs> you know, I know for me, you know, I my mentor may not be a videographer. Mm -hmm. They may not be a photographer. They're not. And no way like that, you know, in that lane. But my mentor has taught me things about life, you know, yep. family, financials, you yep. know, how to carry yourself how to package your product you know what i mean and trust me i feel the same way like, my mentor is the same yeah, way like, so my, my mentor my mentor has uh my mentor has two pharmacies a gym oh, wow. you know uh, uh a great house great great home i should say not even a house a great home you know what i mean and yeah. you know a great family you know they 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 kids are very well you know they carry themselves very well you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's deeper than just, you know, trying to get a mentor for for video. You know, people, are, you know, I always say that videographers just always think that their mentor has to be something in the, in the realm that they're going. And I'm like, nah, like, you know, I think the opposite of it is greater. Like when people can teach you about values, about things outside of what you're trying to do, when you bring yep. those values into your business, it's going to help you tremendously exactly because they're just teaching you life yeah just and that's what you got to know to how how to operate a business you got to know life exactly you know and that's 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 one of my biggest like pet peeves about our community is where people just don't want to learn you know and At all. and it's like you know you can only learn but so much on youtube you know don't let popularity and clout you know cloud your mind to the point where you just think like well i need to look at youtube all day and learn from these guys and i'll be big and i'll be great because like nine times out of ten let me give you i'm gonna just let y'all in on a little secret youtube is only going to teach you about 35 percent of what you think you learned to no, do so you know people look at they're not giving you the full key <laughs> not at all like you know i feel like you know i look at certain people talk all day and they be like yo man he can talk all day into the camera and i'm like bro you don't know how many takes that took yep half the time they're reading off teleprompters but did they tell you to go get a teleprompter exactly. not at all so they're telling you yeah my office looks like this my color scheme is this but they're looking into the camera and they're not saying yeah so how i get great youtube videos is exactly. i use a teleprompter i write out scripts for my videos i yep. plan out my b-roll i they just show you all the good they don't show yeah, you what like, they went into to get that exactly and they're usually like i said they're usually giving you 35 percent of yep. the solution to what you're looking for and like you were saying about the whole mentor thing is like it's you want somebody that you can relate to. I can sit down and actually talk to somebody I know that I trust, that I can pour out to because they'll pour into me. Right. Like you say, you learn finances from your mentor. That goes into building a company. You got to know finances in order to build a sustainable company. 
in fact. order to have a business you got to know how to your mentor told you how to carry yourself you got to learn how to carry yourself in order to go into these big places to make these deals right you know you and know I, and it's uh, things like that that they don't show you things right. like that that they don't teach you right and i think i think one line can probably like wrap all that up and it's your network is your net worth hello so you know what <laughs> That's i mean so, so yeah you know what i mean so it, and like I said, my mentor was the one who actually like pushed me to um, do my nonprofit, you know. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm hoping in January or February, I'm looking to, you know, start my nonprofit where I'm going to be teaching photography and videography, you know, to kids. And see, that's another thing, like you're giving back the way, like you said from the beginning, somebody helped you from 13 and now right. look at where you are now. Exactly. A lot of us don't give back. Exactly. And yeah. don't get back to our communities because you don't know you could be breeding the next Spike Lee right. by starting this nonprofit. Nah, you exactly. never know how exactly. you could change a child's life and put them in a different direction. Right. And I, I, just, and I would always thank my mentor for that one because we had that one conversation and she was like, if you think you want to do it, do, do it. it. Like, what are you waiting for? And I was like, wow. Yep. You know, I was like, you're right. You're right. You know, and I know as creators we can always get in our own way and that's like one of the biggest problems as well like we just get in our own ways and you know we have our fears that we built like these fears ain't even things that really happen we just build these fears based on past traumas you know what i mean and that's kind of where you know i feel like we fail ourselves at the same time you know and um you know, I, like I said, I just think that as commu- as a community of videographers and creators, we just all need to come together, you know, in, For that, sure. in that realm. You know what I mean? For and, sure, because it's always good to have that person that does what you do. Like you said, we get in our own way. So to be able to call another videographer up and be like, yo, I'm in my head right now, this, that, and the third. You have somebody that's like, yo, when I did this project, I was in my head, but look how it turned out. Or look at this, that, and the third. You can always motivate each other and learn and that's how we grow. That's Period. a fact. And that is a very, very big fact. Um, you know, how I usually, you know, and, and you know, Jazz, like, I really, really do appreciate you coming on and, you know, talking about... I appreciate you, know, you t- Talking about been. being a creator. But, you know, right now, what I like to do is at the end of my shows, I like to always end on a positive, inspiring note. So, if you had anything that you can tell somebody in order to you know succeed like if you're talking to a kid right now and they were sitting in front mm-hmm. of you and they said hey what's what is like one piece of advice that you can give me that's gonna help me you know prosper in whatever it is i'm trying to do what would you tell them honestly i know this sounds so cliche but keep god first and that's so real because on this world of in any any uh field that you go in but specifically entertainment this is a cutthroat field. It's hard. Right. It's it's you get a lot of self doubt. You get a lot of people that is one minute they on your team, the next minute they they moved on to something better. People riding your coat. You get a lot of pain on this road. It's not easy at all. But if you don't look to the right or left, or even you keep your eyes focused on God, man, it'll take you places. I met people that I used to watch on TV. I, I shot with Tiny, I shot with Bow Wow, and Lance Rose, and people I never imagined I would work with. Right. 
and honestly that's because I, I stayed focused and I kept focused on God like obviously you know you're going to waver you're going to have your moments where you have your doubt but you got to remember to go back to your source to fill up because if you don't fill up you're going to give up it's easy to give up and you just got to keep connected to whatever your source is mine's is God but you got to keep, keep connected to that source somebody said something like they ask them, how do you stay positive and filled all the time? And they like, it's like, a, you know how you charge your phone? Yep. You plug it into an outlet. That's the source right. that keeps your phone charged. My source is God. I keep myself plugged into that. I keep myself listening to different messages and positivity. Because if I don't, I'm going to die. I'm not going to be fueled to keep doing what it is I need to do. That's a fact. Yo, that's, that's, that's a lot said, you know. In, in only like a minute and a half like that's a lot you know that's kind of like that's kind of like a mouthful you know to kind of take you know what i mean and i hope that somebody can digest that you know break yeah, it down digest that yeah yeah just yeah they got they might, they might have to rewind that and listen to that again maybe i don't know but i think that was a great message i think that was something big and, and something that you know a lot of people is gonna not appreciate some people are not gonna appreciate what you just said but look, but it, I get it's it. only for a certain few, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I get it. I, I definitely I definitely get it. Um, so, you know, with that said, you know, once again, like I said, I really appreciate you, you know, coming through over well, the thank phone. Thank you for having me. Nah, this you know, I appreciate you bringing Philly with you. you All know, day. And, and, and Chester, PA with you. You know, y'all already know we in this room. <laughs> Word. All right. So, hey, guys. So, y'all know how it is. Y'all know what I'm doing. Y'all know where we go with this. You already know. You have now tuned in to the number one podcast, Digitally Interrupted. It's your boy, Mr. I'm Digital, and I'm signing out. Peace. You are now listening to the number one podcast. You have been Digitally Interrupted. Mr. I am Digital. Digital.